0: Hello, and welcome to the Kayla Estenson Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist based in Minnesota, and I'm super passionate about self-worth. It's one of the core tenets of my work with my clients and in the content that I put out on social media. It's super, super important to me, and so we're going to be talking about that today, Before we jump in, though, I just wanted to put this out there. If you enjoy any of my podcast episodes, whether they be talk-based or meditations, I would so greatly appreciate a rating on wherever you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to hear from. Um, I would so appreciate a rating so that other people can find my podcast a little bit more easily and I can connect to some other people who would benefit from self-worth or whatever other topics I'm talking about in my episodes. So I would so appreciate that. Thank you so much for any of you who have already given me a rating. I really appreciate that. And yeah, now we'll, we'll dig into self-worth. And what I'm going to do here is break this apart into two different episodes so that they're a little more bite-sized, a little less overwhelming. Self-worth is such a huge topic. And in these two episodes, I'm not going to cover every single facet of it. So There's there's more that we'll bring in um, in future episodes and, and in different pieces, but this will kind of cover some of the main foundational pieces. So this first episode, I'm going to talk about what is self-worth and why do so many of us struggle with it. And then in the next episode, I'll talk about some practices and skills that can help us connect to that self-worth over the long term. So both of these episodes will go together really well, just splitting them apart so it's a little more digestible. And first here, I'm going to talk about what is self-worth. So there is more than one perspective of self-worth Mine is just one of them. If you are familiar with Pia Melody's PIT model, post-induction therapy, it is um, a, a relational trauma approach and I love, love, love it. And this is where I draw my perspective of self-worth from. It's certainly a little adapted based on other things that I love, love, love as well, but this will be familiar if you are familiar with Pitt. And if you're not and you enjoy this breakdown of self-worth, I super recommend checking out Pia Melody's work because she brings in a lot of this in in some different wonderful ways too. So from this perspective, we are all fully and inherently worthy. And what I mean by this is we are all fully worthy. So each of us is just as worthy as the next person and this worth is inherent so we are born with it it is a characteristic of being human or being you know a living being as we are all worthy just as if you were to right meet meet a little baby right let's say your sibling has has a baby and you're meeting them for the first time most of us will meet this baby and and view this little being as fully worthy right we don't yet put these societal expectations and judgments onto this tiny little human, we just see them as this totally worthy, totally lovable little human. And we get to still carry that into adulthood. So throughout our lives, we kind of change that definition based on society expectations and, and different things like that. And yet we are just as worthy from day one as we are in, in year 65, right? So this worth gets to continue and and it is full, right? We are fully worthy. There's not a bar of, oh, you're 50% worthy today and now you're 75% worthy tomorrow. It's, no, I'm, I'm fully worthy all of the time, just as much as my neighbor, my friend, my partner, my mother, my, you know, whoever else in your life, we're all equally worthy. For those of you who are maybe a little new to this definition, it can feel i can feel really big i know the first time that i started to view it this way it can feel a little scary cuz we sometimes might think oh my worth is connected to my values and goals right and when i'm doing things that are connected to my values or what's important to me in life i get to feel more worthy cuz i'm doing these things and so we can be a little shocked to say oh wait even when i'm making mistakes or if i'm really far off from my goals or if I do something that's against my values that I feel you know, valid guilt around, we might think, oh, yep, I should feel less worthy because that will help me connect to my values and goals. What that actually does is it makes it so much more complicated, right? We feel this ineffective shame. I am less than if I'm doing something that's out of alignment with my values or goals. I know for me, when when shame comes in and when I feel less than, I'm much more likely to hide under the covers and, you know, withdraw from others, withdraw from my goals than I would to actually be doing something that's more in alignment with my values or goals. So it can be important to connect to, and it takes a lot of practice to feel comfortable with it, but it is important to connect to, oh, I am always worthy. yes. My values and goals are important and I'm human. I'm not going to do these things perfectly. Sometimes I'm going to make mistakes. Sometimes I'm going to do things that I regret and I'm still worthy, right? Cause then we get this opportunity of, okay, tomorrow morning I can wake up. I can approach this differently. I can grow, right? I can have space to get closer to my values, get closer to my goals Sometimes it's going to be really easy to do. Sometimes it's going to be really hard. And no matter what, I'm still worthy. And, And that's a really challenging practice. So if it feels really big right now, that's okay. It's normal for that to feel a bit overwhelming. It's normal for that to feel like, oh my gosh, that can't actually be true. It takes a lot of time and a lot of practice and you'll get there. And even when you get there, there's going to be days that you're not there. There's going to be days where where you doubt your self-worth if you make a mistake. And that's okay, right? You're, you're human. You will also make mistakes in your growth, right? You'll make mistakes in how you speak to yourself, how you hold space for yourself. That is human. Which brings me to my next point of... For those of you who have layers of perfectionism in your experience um, or high expectations of yourself, or or if there's just this inner critic that loves to speak to you, then it makes sense that self-worth is challenging, right? Because these, these little voices in our mind grew most often from this place where we were trying to be good enough, and so in our adulthood, we still have these voices, we still maybe feel this expectation to be perfect and we connect our successes or the things that we're doing whether it be successes in relationships or in work or in education whatever realm of our life we connect that to our worth and so that shame spiral can hit real right so if you are someone who tends to go into a shame spiral right if something doesn't go right you end up blaming yourself and critiquing everything that you did and feeling like you're no longer good enough That's an indicator that self-worth might be an important topic to lean into and explore. So you're in the right place if that's something you struggle with. And I think all of us do a little bit, right? Most of us struggle with self-worth, especially if we live on planet Earth and feel the expectations that exist in this world. And so with this, self-worth does not change based on your successes or your failures, Self-worth is there through both, right? And, and I'll even put successes and failures kind of in quotes here because how do we define a success or a failure? A lot of times we define those based on societal expectations, which might not actually be authentic. So lots of values work to do here, which we'll certainly talk more about in the next episode. Um, but self-worth is consistent. So I feel like I've hammered that home a lot. I know it's it's a hard one to feel comfortable with and to accept. Self-worth is inherent. We ha- always have full self-worth just as much as anyone else in our life. And this self-worth really to us says, I am worthy. I'm good enough to exist. I am lovable. I am deserving of joy and connection in my life. And... Self-worth is, the definition of it is going to be a little related to our values, a little related to um, what is truly important to us. And self-worth is not dependent on how other people view you, right? So sometimes, let's say we're in a relationship that isn't so healthy and maybe our friend or our partner doesn't treat us as if we are worthy all the time or they don't. Show us love unconditionally, um, or there are some you know tough patterns going on in there. We may question our self worth based on, well, oh, if someone else is mad at me, I'm not as worthy, right? I'm not enough, and that's an important one to watch for. Humans are relational beings, we are kind of meant to exist among other humans. And if we think about the early humans, right, we lived in smaller groups of people and and we needed to be accepted by everyone to survive because it was, you know, a, a very supportive group, right? Where each person kind of played a role and and we needed each other to do all the things that we're doing. We kind of like it it's a survival skill to to want to be liked, to want to be accepted. Right. And while our world is very different now, right? There's so many more humans out there. We can always find a group where we're accepted in and and there might be some humans who have a lot of learning and growing to do that might not be at this acceptance place yet and and so we have this much more complicated world but also there's a lot more spaces for us to exist in yet we still kind of attach this feeling of it of it being a survival skill to be accepted and so helpful to just know, yep, my brain is hardwired for this. It's going to feel uncomfortable for me if someone doesn't accept me. It's going to feel tough if I feel rejection. Those are just tough things. And those things do not define your worth. Right, and that's a hard thing to disconnect. Because when we feel discomfort, when we feel pain, we want to feel like there's some reason for it. Like there's something that we can do differently to get out of that. And so practicing, just accepting that discomfort is going to be an important part of the practice and the process so that we know that, yes, I am always worthy, fully and inherently worthy. And I'll talk a little bit more about some reasons why most of us struggle with self-worth because our society is in a way set up to have us doubting our self-worth, and it's kind of been used, I don't know, intentionally necessarily, but it it has been used in a way to be a motivating factor, right, so whether it be from our parents or caregivers or from our teachers or our school system or, right, certainly from companies that want to market and sell things to us or whatever, people see, okay. If I connect worthiness to this task that I want them to do, they're more likely to do it, right? So in school, the, the whole school system at large, how it works, not necessarily teachers, but the whole system itself perpetuates, okay, you've got to do well in your classes, you got to be good enough to get into whatever kind of college, and then you've got to be good enough to get whatever kind of job, and then right, you got to be good enough to make a certain amount of money, and that's going to define your worth. So we're constantly connecting our worth. If I'm good enough, to the output of different things, and they might not even be any bit connected to our values and goals, right? Sometimes it is, and that can be okay. But when we when it's connected to our self worth, it's kind of this all or none thing right? There are so many people out there that I've, you know, met and been connected to that feel this really heavy expectation of, I've got to get a 4.0, right? And I've got to have all these other extracurriculars because I've got to get in this kind of college, right? Because that's what my dad did, or that's what my parents want me to do, or that will make me good enough, right? Whew, what a heavy expectation to feel that good enough means perfection, right, or, or good enough to, can mean close to perfection, rather than taking a step back and saying, wait, what are my values and goals? What's actually important to me? And what actions will help me to be aligned with those? But it's not going to be perfect because I'm human, right? So there's a lot of messages in our society, right? We look at companies trying to sell us stuff. I mean, look at the you know weight loss industry in general. It connects... All humans, but right, especially women to your worth is dependent on what size you are, right? If you have normal human body fat or not, right? And and they want you to not have any, right? Which is not healthy in, in all of these different pieces. And so you don't feel worthy enough unless you fit into this really small category, but you still don't feel worthy because the company doesn't want you to feel worthy because they want you to buy, right? They want you to buy their thing. So you can keep changing and shaming yourself so that you keep buying more and more stuff. So we have messages all over our world connecting what we do to our worth. For most of us from a young age, we may have fit into a specific role in our family or into some kind of label, right? So these might be the helper or the peacemaker in the family or maybe you're the smart one or the athletic one um all of these different pieces and and it might come from this really benign place, right? And it might come from this initially positive space, right? Oh, you know, Jill is so smart, like she gets such good grades in school. We're so proud of her. And then at first it might feel good, but then eventually Jill says, "Okay, To keep up this label in my family system, I have to beat myself up over studying for every test and getting these grades because I've got to be good enough. If I don't fit in this label anymore, who am I? So that's an important piece. We often connect ourselves to certain labels or certain expectations that came from someone else somewhere, right? It may have been Just from society in general or the media, maybe from, you know, different school systems or our caregivers or whoever, but from somewhere we got this idea of this is who I am, right? And for me to be enough, I've got to meet this expectation, which often looks like I need to meet the needs of everybody else rather than I want to connect to my own values or my own goals, so from earlier in this episode, when we talk about how sometimes it can be challenging to separate self-worth from our values and goals, helpful to recognize that it's already probably not connected. right? I know for me when I started my own journey around self-worth and boundaries and all these beautiful things, um, my self-worth was not really dependent on my own values or goals. I'd have, you know, had had some layers of connection there, but it was often really determined based on other people, right? What do other people think about me, right? I want to be accepted and this is the role that I've played in different relationships in my life. I feel like to be worthy of their acceptance or love that I have to meet this expectation. So that might be an interesting piece for you to explore in between this episode and the next, where I'll talk about some more skills that we can bring in, just to be a little curious about, okay, how does self-worth show up for me, right? What moments am I doubting my self-worth? And if I were to imagine that I felt fully worthy all of the time, what might my life look like, right? So sometimes when we look at that, if if we don't have this full, inherent, connected self-worth feeling that we're, we're working on here, if, if our self-worth is connected to societal expectations or standards, we might say, oh, if I was fully worthy, I would be making six figures and I would always make my family members happy and my partner would always be super pleased with what I'm doing at home and my kids would always want to be around me, right? So I would be worthy when all these other things feel like they fall into place. Which is so, like, not actually connected to ourselves, right? And so, yes, our values and goals, right? We can have values around family and relationships. We can also have values around financial stability and our health we can have values and goals around those things and yet it doesn't have to be this extreme all or none that self-worth makes it feel right that this distorted self-worth makes it feel right our our authentic self-worth says i am always worthy right whether i feel great about this or i don't i'm still worthy i'm still okay i'm still enough and when we get to practice that more consistently, it becomes a lot easier to actually connect to our true, authentic values and goals. So it might feel a little funky now. And and just know that as you practice it, you're going to get somewhere. You're going to feel some changes. But today, we're, we just kind of laid out the foundational pieces of what is self-worth. Next time, I'll talk about... Um, Practices that we can bring in. And again, this is such a huge topic. I could probably talk about it for several, several, several episodes. So connect with me if you have some questions. It's normal to have questions about this, it's such a huge topic. So if, as I'm talking about this, you've got some big questions coming up, I'll link my contact information in the show notes here where you can connect to my Instagram or my email shoot me an email or a message on what questions you have because that will give me some, some food for some future episodes on this because I think it can be really helpful to see, yeah, what what pieces are feeling challenging for those that are listening. And, yeah, I'd, I'd just love to hear you and, and hear from anyone listening too because it's great to connect. So, again, my name is Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'll link my information in the notes so you can connect with me in social media and other spaces there. Thank you so much for joining me in this first episode about self-worth and I look forward to connecting with you soon in the second episode.